This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Dune. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Negroes. Alright. They've taken over. And you give them an inch, they take a mile. They took more than a mile. I hate to tell you to take him more than a mile. Thank you very much. That was my uh, <clears throat> Ratso Rizzo thing. Oh, I thought it sounded like the guy that said, You're flat! Just a more subdued version. That's true. The trumpet fight guy. They're all Jews. Okay. Me too. <laughs> that is also true. Um, uh, we Three Jews. It's my new book about coming to America. Actually, coming to New York City from New Jersey. Who's the other two Jews? Uh, one guy was this dude on the uh, park bench I met. He had some cocaine. Uh-huh. I know he had cocaine because it was in his nose. It was I saw this white booger in his nose, and it was cocaine. And the other guy's uh, some smelly dude who was a pedophile. Okay. Are these people that you know in real life? Yes. I haven't written a book yet, though. Oh. Well, we all look forward to that. We Three Jews. It's a musical, actually. Oh, it's, it's a musical. Death metal. It's a musical. Death metal with uh, accordion and uh, heavy emphasis on uh, reverb and polka. Well, I, you know what? I kind of like the polka, so. And I like the reverb. Yeah. I, right. Because I can sell things on that site. Reverb.com. Thank you very much. Is there a place called Reverb.com? Reverb.com for all your vintage goods. Oh. Yeah, musical items. Oh, I didn't know. <clears throat> you know, like uh, reverb items, you know, outboard gear, inboard gear, in and outboard gear. Uh-huh. Outboard motors. All right. Anyway, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 46 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals... Uh, Paul Pena mm. and the Throat Singers. Okay. All right. Paul yes. Pena and the Throat Singers. I think you know what I'm talking about. He's Paul Pena, and I guess I'm the Throat Singers. Let's not go too far with that image. Uh-huh. What I'm talking about here is Paul Pena, the guy who wrote Big Old Jet Carolina. Okay, but Dave, yeah. we have a podcast. He do. was a black man you can celebrate. All right. Unlike the man we're about to talk about oh, today. okay. Bringing it in, are you? Yeah, how do you like them apples? Uh, I just read right into the goddamn outro, uh-huh. intro. All right. I just Any- cued the song in. Uh-huh. I smell it a hoax. All righty. Anyway, uh, today's episode is all about Jesse Smollett and the hoax that he has perpetrated on a nation and somehow now... Uh, People are out there saying he's been 
exonerated because those people don't know what exonerated means. So uh, let's just let's start at the beginning, shall we? And then we'll uh, get your comments y'all, as on, we on go. The night in question uh, 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 that I was exonerated. Uh, uh, I I'm I putting exonerate on Yelp uh, five stars. Uh-huh. What was that? We're going to start at the beginning. And then we can comment on the things we listen to along the way. All right. It was the early 1980s, and a black man and a Jewish person got together and created a spawn. Clip number one, David. Oh. Today, we are pretty much starting with a horrific story involving Empire star Jesse Smollett. For those of you that have not heard, according to police reports, Jesse walked to the apartment at 2 a.m. yesterday morning. Two white men in ski masks brutally attacked him, calling him the F-word and the N-word. Reportedly, they fractured his rib, put a noose around his neck, and poured bleach on him. Pretty awful. Uh, Thankfully, however, Jesse was released from the hospital and is said to be listed in good condition. Thank goodness. First of all, all of our love sent to him May you get better quickly. May our love and hearts and prayers are with you. So that was uh, that was when it first broke. Who was that? That was Melissa Rivers. Uh, that was the first thing that happened. Was uh, you know the uh, the thoughts and prayers. I'd rather hear what Mickey has to say. I Mickey don't, Rivers. I don't know that Mickey Rivers is related to Melissa Rivers. But I don't know that he uh, has said anything, and I don't even know. Um, Mickey Rivers Phoenix. Uh huh. So, what do you think about that? That early, the early uh, shock and awe of it all. I, I I have to be honest. From the get go, I was like, no fake, just fake, just fake, because that doesn't happen. Yep. It just uh, it reached from fake from the start. I'm just trying to remember back now. It was only about a month and uh, a week thing or so is, ago. The first problem was that he did not go to the hospital in an ambulance. That was the first problem I had. The second problem was he was in good condition instantly. That was the other first red flag. And then MAGA country. See, that was my only red flag. No one in Chicago was yelling, this is MAGA country. <laughs> Just, MAGA. That was my first red flag. And the other thing is, is that the other thing is, is that his ego seemed to be very, um, I don't know, swollen, big, uh, too big for him to think that people at 2 a.m. in the morning outside of a subway we're going to just recognize him by happenstance and be prepared to perpetrate this crime upon him. Hey, you were that empire. Nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I find it all, I found it all to be ridiculous. Um, but, you know, Melissa Rivers is, is just reading it and she's, she's literally just reacting to what had just been publicly out there. So I can't really... I can't really uh, rag on her too much. I mean, she was she was getting the information and she was believing it was real, as was the crowd. 
the crowd were like gasping as if you know what kind of a lunatic would make this up that's what you're you know in a normal world no one what kind of a maniac would even make this up so your initial thought is okay let's give them the benefit of the doubt right but some people immediately were pushing a little too hard here this is from the people at logo uh tv uh Black and Queer in America uh, cast. Uh, here, listen to what they had to say. Tuesday, January 29th, actor and singer Jussie Smollett was the victim of a racially motivated and homophobic attack. His assailants poured bleach on him and tied a rope around his neck and yelled, MAGA country, as they ran away, invoking the discriminatory rhetoric of the Trump administration. We as members of the black and queer communities could not quietly stand by as our own became Holy just black the latest girl. black body to be terrorized in this country. Just the latest queer person to have the right to simply exist undermined. We stand together with Jussie Smollett and everyone victimized, brutalized, or worse under this administration. And today we are here to discuss where we've been, where we're at, and where we are going in confronting America's legacy of hate. So, I mean... They're just ready to go. They are ready to go, ready to bl blame this administration. This guy has, has... Mr. Trump has produced... President Trump has produced more jobs for women, blacks, and Hispanics than anyone else ever before. He was one of the first people to put a woman in charge of a whole building. Like, a, she was the foreman. He he is not discriminatory in any way that doesn't make sense you know the ban on people coming in from certain countries makes total sense building a wall to keep illegal people out uh and have them come through the process naturally makes total sense these people are out of their fucking minds and they just couldn't wait they just couldn't wait to use this as if it it was a condemnation of his presidency without even looking around and saying well look at all this good shit that's happening maybe we're out of our fucking minds no of course not retarded it's retarded right i'm saying do you have anything else to say oh. about that hey yeah japan ain't got no soup uh-huh boom all right well, uh, you know that uh, show that's not The View, but it's on CBS? It's called The Talk. Oh, my God. You know that that's the it's name of it? It's called The Talk because I'm all about The Talk. Well, they, uh, they took it even a little further. Wait, who's on The Talk? Is that Wendy? Wendy O. Williams? No, this was Wendy Williams. It's barbaric. It really is. I mean, in this day right, and age, come on, it's got to stop. Yeah. Uh, I, I met Jesse when um, I was working actually with his sister, Journey Smollett. Uh, we did a movie together called Temptation. We did Trip to Bannerful uh, at the Amundsen Theater um, with Cicely Tyson, and he came and saw the performance. She's name dropping. He's a lovely person. No one deserves any of this. No. And it's it's terrifying. No, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary. I'm name dropping. It's crazy because to me, this is like domestic terrorism. Like, how are you out here terrorizing? We're terrorizing our own people with this hatred. This is ridiculous. I know according to TMZ, um, a letter was sent to him eight days, eight days ago to Fox Studios that said, you will die, you black 
bleed. Mm. Which looks like he might have I mean, been. How could did targeted, you see the letters? Yeah, yeah. with the, I mean, the cartoon I, drawing, like he drew so it with his left hand or something to make like, it. This makes me so. Sick. One of the you know, and it. it's just such a wake-up call. I know we see stories like this all the time. We don't see stories like this all the time. Yourself that you're safe in our world. You get in your own Sarah bubble Gilbert. around your friends, around the people you know in your area. She's a complete asshole. Everybody on this show. Is a complete asshole. Is on it. Of us can be a victim. Of I don't know family. anybody on there except and for we Sarah send Gilbert. Our, our love and prayers that you heal quickly, Jesse, and we hope you're well. Yeah, he's well. Right. See, this is this is the problem. Wait, all of a sudden, they... Jesse Smollett has all these people who love him and are praying for him. He's just so cute, dude. He. It's absurd. It's absurd. Uh, she said. She said this is uh, domestic terrorism. That's what that was. So how can he not be charged with domestic terrorism? Right. The, the perpetrator has been caught. It is himself. Dave. Why would the charges change now that we know it's him? We are jumping ahead it's, of time. It's a racist hoax. So the the outpouring of love and prayers coming from people on TV also came from people on Twitter where uh, Kamala Harris Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. Except for gay blacks. They got a deal. We got to, you know, they, we, they can't have them running wild. Bernie Sanders said, The racist and homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett is a horrific instance of the surging hostility towards minorities around the country. We must come together to eradicate all forms of bigotry and violence. The left couldn't wait to jump on this. There was, it didn't pass the smell test for the most regular of people. But these people don't care. They will jump on every opportunity. Everyone. Cory Booker also using the buzzwords modern day lynching. Nancy Pelosi. Kristen Gillibrand. Elizabeth Warren. Maxine Waters and Joe Biden and of course Alexandria oh what's her name occasional cortex as uh, Mike Savage says also just all of them just couldn't wait couldn't wait to get their name attached to this horrific hate crime that was you know just just part and parcel of what's happening in America today what a dick. <laughs> Fucking complete asshole. Complete asshole. So he, uh, after all of that, he, he, he performs a concert at the Troubadour. And it's a sold out crowd. And uh, he had some things to say. What does he do? He's just, what, I, don't, I don't understand. What, what kind of, what does he do in concerts? He sings. He's that's Sings what he does what? on Empire. He's the gay singing son, remember? That's not singing. That's rap music. Was he the rapper or was he the soul R&B guy? Uh, I don't know. I forgot all about it. Yeah, we watched the first season. Soul R&B. We kind of MST3K'd it, remember? Because it was, it was not great. She was great. Cookie was, was great. Was Courtney Love on that show? Courtney Love, I think, did appear on that show for like one or two episodes. 
Yeah. Or maybe for, she did more. I don't. I don't remember. You know you're in trouble when she's the best part of the show. She, well, Cookie is that woman. Oh, regardless big, of her I'm politics, big, you know I, I'm sweet on Terrence. I don't like him at all. I like Terrence Harrod. Uh-uh. He's a nice trickster. I don't like him. Anyway, so Jesse performed at a concert, and he had this to say, Dave. I'm not fully healed yet, but I'm going to. And um, I'm going to stand strong with y'all. He's having a hard time with the words, Dave. It's very emotional, I understand. He's going it to. Sounds, it sounds... I'm not healed, but I'm going I, to. I, I had to make it a dramatical sense. Yeah. It sounds powerful, but I couldn't let those motherfuckers win. Couldn't let the motherfuckers win, David. Trying to be gayer and blacker. So I will always stand for love. Oh, I'll never stand for anything other than that. Regardless of what anyone else says, I will only stand for love. And I hope that you all stand with me. So thank you. So yeah, there he was in front of uh there he was in front of all of his his adoring fans at the Troubadour. He was uh he also in that uh somewhere else in that show he said that, you know, the doctors uh cleared him for the show. Uh but of course, they told him to take care of himself, um, you know, because of his uh, his injuries. Also, at some point, he claims he's the gay black Tupac in that that show. So he really is. Uh, Wait, that's redundant. He really, 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 really was just pouring it on thick. And even when, if you watch him, if you look for. Uh, on YouTube videos of him on at that night, the acting is strong. Like he is, it, it doesn't seem real at all to me, but there are all those people in the audience paid for their ticket. They wanted to be there part of history, uh, for all the wrong reasons. Apparently, um, they're idiots. They're so easily led. Idiotic. Sold out. What a coincidence, huh? Well, I, I don't know who manages. Uh, who manages him? Who manages him? I, I that I don't know. Irving Azoff. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, Jeffrey Azoff. I don't think. I think Azoffs are too smart to deal with this who, shit. Who's booking the Troubadour? Not the Azovs. They book every goddamn dime bag it's sold to park. They got a piece of it. You think Jeffrey and Irving are running all of the small LA clubs too? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they've got way bigger fish fish to fry. Troubadour is part of the tradition of Hollywood. Not long after this, the 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 emergence of the two figures, the two shadowy figures. Uh comes up uh here's a little clip about that 
The two shadowy figures questioning in the assault of Empire actor Jossie Smollett have been tracked down by police. Through a meticulous investigation, detectives have identified the persons of interest in the area of the alleged attack, a Chicago police spokesman said. The men were located by advanced technology, interviews with the victim and witnesses, and transportation records, cops said. The two men spotted on surveillance camera 15 minutes before the incident have not been charged. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's them never did. The apparent break in the what? case came as Jussie Smollett described the attack for the first time to Good Morning America's Robin Roberts. I fought back. They ran off. I didn't. He says he had just left this Subway sandwich shop near his apartment Isn't in Chicago. Isn't she the same one who did the R. Kelly too? Men. I kept walking and then I heard Empire So I turned around and I said, did you just say to me, how did I see the uh, attacker uh, masked and he said, this MAGA country punches me right in the face. He says he struggled with the attackers in the dark underpass and at the foot of these stairs. There was a second person involved who was kicking me in my back. And uh, then it just stopped. And they ran off. Then I looked down and I see that there's a rope around my neck which I hadn't You hadn't noticed it before? No, you didn't because it was so fast. It, you know, it was appeared. so fast. This just released photo shows a rope burn on Smollett's neck and a cut and bruise on his cheek. The 36-year-old actor said he wanted to correct published reports that the two men wore Make America Great Again hats. I never said that. I didn't need to add anything like that. I don't need some MAGA hat as the cherry on top of some racist Sunday. So I think he actually did say that they were wearing MAGA hats and then realized how absurd it was um, and changed it and changed it to say, I never said that because that came out. The police report said that, I believe they're the ones who said he said that. TMZ said it. What? TMZ said that. Right. Well, I think they got the police report probably. Racist Sunday. Does that come with hot fudge? Because I'm hope so. getting hungry. I don't, we kind of had a racist Sundays back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a racist Sunday. I would like a racist Sunday with a cherry on top, please. Is that with mostly vanilla ice cream or all vanilla ice cream? <laughs> so what happened was he came out on uh, the, with Robin Roberts and uh, was very teary-eyed. And Robin Roberts? Let's give that chick a break. She's had cans. She has had she the had cans. She had the big key. The big casino. The big casino. Uh, so she sat there, and I don't know if she softballed him. I wouldn't watch hey, the whole thing. I, would I wouldn't never softball watch that guy, and not, not without being tested afterwards. Anyway, um, so the story starts getting a little uh, interesting once they pick up those two men. Here is a clip. I'm David Begnaud. Empire actor Jesse Smollett is sticking to his story, claiming he was the victim of a racist and homophobic assault last month. But now, two Nigerian brothers who police arrested and then released without charging them are telling authorities a story that is different than what Smollett reported to police. Tony DeCopel has more. A celebrated young actor. Regarding a friend that was assaulted and battered, he's supposed to be well known The noose was placed over the friend's neck. A heinous crime. But was it staged? According to a Chicago police source, authorities are now investigating that very question. 
Just four weeks after Empire star Jussie Smollett first described a racist, homophobic attack that shocked the country. I mean, I see the uh, attacker uh, masked, and he said, this MAGA country punches me right in the face. And just days after Smollett went public with new details. I noticed the rope around my neck, and I started screaming, and I said, there's a rope around my neck. Saying he was, quote, pissed off that some people didn't believe him. How do you not believe that? It's the truth. The Chicago Police Department said new evidence shifted the trajectory of the investigation oh after detectives arrested two Nigerian brothers identified as Ola and Abel Asundario. They were seen on surveillance video the night of the incident, and police found rope, masks, and bleach in their apartment. But they were released Friday after the brothers told police they bought the rope at a nearby hardware store and participated in the attack at Smollett's request, according to a Chicago police source. Smollett also allegedly paid them. Gloria Schmidt is the brother's attorney. New evidence that was brought to their attention, obviously I had it, obviously my clients had it. Through his lawyer, Smollett said he has been angered and devastated by recent reports that he played a role in his own his attack, lawyer, adding Mark nothing Garagos. is further from the truth. And Chicago police say they now have more investigative work to complete in this case. One of the Nigerian brothers had been an extra on the show Empire. <laughs> One was also Smollett's trainer, according to Smollett's attorney. Now, David Smollett had just earlier in the week said he will be forever changed by this incident. There are so many twists and turns in this, Tony. Initially, police were referring to Smollett as the victim. Not anymore. As of late today, now they're referring to him as the individual who reported the case. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Bah. That's interesting. That's interesting. So the Nigerians f are f not white, would never say MAGA country. I doubt would use the N-word disparagingly since they also seem to be black men. I bet they use it all the time. That's what black men do. Not disparagingly. Music? But that's not disparagingly. That's well, like, bro. The eye of the beholder. Well, I'm just saying, I, th I, th the story is, is starting to fall apart. Beauty's in the Baha'i of the older, uh -huh. of the elder, but the seriously. Uh -huh. uh, but seriously, as you know if that was You know what that Nigerian's real name is? What? It's not just Ola, okay? That makes him sound like he's civilized. Check out his real name. What is it? It's like Ola Badinga. Oh. It's like it makes it sound like he's a spear chucker. Baba Alantunje. Ola Dinga. Obajibi. Something like that. Obajibi. Is they they conveniently shorted it to something shortened it to something that Americans can say. Oh, he doesn't sound like a savage. Well, I mean. But then the, they saw pictures of him. They. Clearly I mean, they look savage. like they're strapping young men. Yes, they're uh, strapping something. Okay, I don't know what that means. They're strapping young men on. In the back. So as this is starting to unfold, uh, we start realizing that perhaps Jesse uh, has a... Uh, a penchant for lying. He does have a penchant for lying. How'd you know that? Because he's a Jew Negro. Oh, all right. That's not the reason, Dave. Oh, well, it's just a coincidence. Tell Owen. 
Kamala Harris and Cory Booker also are very suspect to me because guess who are also friends with Jesse Smollett? Uh, Kamala Harris. Yes. So and what about I mean, this uh, psychotic uh, prosecutor? We're not there yet. Oh, Jesus. What did we talk about? I don't know. I think you know. I don't know. What did I say? Just go on now. Uh-huh. No, go on now. So, the the talk again uh, when it starts when there starts being a whiff of it not being true or being hoaxish. Instead of the talk saying, "You know what? We better sit back and and see how this unfolds," those bitches doubled down. Yeah, and the media has really cast so much doubt on his story, which I find so personally offensive that a gay black man is targeted and then suddenly he becomes the victim of yeah. people's disbelief. Yeah. She wasn't offended when they were after Roseanne, though, right? like, well, why would he be getting a Subway sandwich at 2 a.m.? And he said himself, well, they're open at that time because people go. I, I mean, otherwise they wouldn't Wow, they're them. spinning. They're spinning it. I go. Or people say in that neighborhood you couldn't get a text. Says who? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like these sort of ridiculous things where I feel like, why don't we believe this person? Yeah. It's why? Sad. It's really <laughs> sad. And with all that he has been through, um, the fact that he has to come out. Um, but at the same time, because of social media, there's so many opinions. Yes. It's better to hear it from his own mouth and hear it from yeah. him and feel his energy. Right. And I'm glad That's with right. everything that has happened, I'm, I am happy that he's, you know, being brave enough to, to sit with Robin Roberts mm-hmm. and, and, and share his story. What morons? They're just brainwashed. That's all. Are they brainwashed? Yeah, they're brainwashed. They're whitewashed. I think, I think the left are. You know, you're in trouble when Rahm Emanuel looks makes you look like you're a freak. Yeah, but you know what? Well, again, we're we're jumping ahead, but I I just feel like the left is so. I I feel like they're retarded. I I literally feel like they are retarded. They cannot see they refuse to see the truth about anything about anything it, it's it's insane 
they're doubling down, doubling down on the bullshit because they are so convinced that in 2019, it is not completely out of left field for two white guys to jump an actor at a subway in Chicago and yell, this is MAGA country N-word. I mean, it could happen. If it happened, it could happen. It didn't happen. It, Anything's possible. I guess anything that didn't is possible, happen. but that is highly improbable. Anything could happen, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen. And a car uh, could have come up on the curb and, and hit him, and he could have brain damage. That didn't happen. Nope. Anything could happen. Yeah. Anything could have happened, but it wasn't just anything. So, even though they were doubling down, it wasn't it wasn't very long before the news took another turn. Not speaking publicly since posting bail, tonight Jussie Smollett faces new serious legal trouble. A Chicago grand jury indicting the actor on 16 felony counts. A grand jury lied to police indicted in two him. separate interviews about being the victim of a hate crime. Smollett's attorney just learning the news. They have their ability to do whatever they're going to do, and we will will push back against them. Mark the 36-page indictment just released tonight includes 16 felony for lying to police. He told them he was beaten on this Chicago street corner by two what men who yelled out, 16 felonies for lying to... So he's charged with 16 counts of lying to the police? Death. That's all they charged him with? Make something like this up. Bogus police um, reports. That doesn't sound like a much of a charge, honestly. Even if they're felonies. The, the, what about sending shit through the mail and the terrorist threat? That's a federal offense. That 16 felony charges is very vague if you don't tell me what that actually means. In Cook County, most criminal cases don't go to Why would it just be one count of lying to the police? As one because it's, I charge. think it's filing report every time you spoke to somebody, making the phone oh, call. Then he sh they should say that he's been charged with felony charges for lying to the police. They, they, that they had, you had to pry that out of him. The big headline was 16 felony counts. It makes it sound like he murdered someone. It does. I'm not on you? his side, but that's that's a spinner in its own right. I don't need to be deceived. They're just throwing out the charges that he lied to the police. Then what the fuck are we even in an uproar about? Those aren't the right charges to start with. So it's it's he uh, he was charged with a felony count of disorderly conduct for filing a false report. Um, he, I think, then he there was also a uh, re indictments for each time he retold the story. They're missing the point here. This crime affected the whole country. Right, but they can't, that's not, that's not, they have to go with what the no, law is. this is extraordinary. There is this extraordinary circumstances. He's an international terrorist. He needs to be locked up in Guantanamo Bay. This is not just some simple offense. Look, the fact that we're up in arms about it, we're not just the only people. There's probably millions of people talking about this yes it's not just some local crime where they can just dismiss the charges that he lied to the police everyone fucking lies to the police that's nothing that's not the point this is ridiculous that is not the point there's charges here that need to be brought upon him that probably don't exist 
This is a that's circumstance that's not normal. The fuck is that? Well, it's a it's perpetrating a hoax. I don't give a fuck about sixteen charges of lying to the cops. How about causing a rift and and creating a racial divide amongst people in the country? How about trying to undermine the election that's coming up in twenty twenty? How about collusion? How about this is not just some fucking local little crime? Unbelievable. Everyone's dropping the ball. I mean, I'd, maybe they need, there needs to be a law about that. But, well, uh, someone get the fuck on it now. Jesse Smollett law, like the Megan fucking Amber law. We need a goddamn Negro alert. What uh, the fuck is this? I what, need something on my phone saying, oh, Jesse Smollett's in the neighborhood. Get your gun. Well, what is it called when you yell fire in a crowded movie theater? What's that law? I don't know. But I know it's against the I know it's against the law. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure whatever he did was th- whatever that is called. Sixteen charges dismissed. They're 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 nothing charges. That's why they're being dismissed. They're nothing charges. They're felonies. A grand jury indicted him. They're still Dave. That is ridiculous. You cannot dismiss them. You need to take it to trial. Great, they'll take it to trial, and then what? Is these are not then the charges? Then he'll be embarrassed, and he'll his he will be a uh, hung out and shown to be an embarrassment and someone not to be trusted. You can just send something through the mail and, and claim That's it's a federal. deadly powder. That's federal. Whatever he's that, uh, he's on the street now. Right, but. When will that charge be brought? I, hopefully soon. Well, then why aren't they saying 16 counts have been dropped? But don't worry, because the real thing is federal, which will be coming soon. Wouldn't that quell this nonsense? Well, we're going on a timeline here. It just annoys me. Good morning, everyone. Before I get started on this why is the we're chief here, of police. You know, as I look out into the crowd, I just wish that the families of gun violence in this city got this much attention because that's who really deserves the amount of attention that we're giving to this particular incident. Yes, I agree. So this morning, I come to you not only as the superintendent of the Chicago Police Department, but also as a black man who spent his entire life living in the city of Chicago. I know the racial divide that exists here. I know how hard it's been for our city and our nation to come together. And I also know the disparities and I know the history. This announcement today recognizes that Empire actor Jesse Smollett took advantage of the pain and anger of racism to promote his career. I'm left hanging my head and asking why. Why would anyone, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations. How could someone look at the hatred and suffering associated with that symbol and see an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile? How can an individual who's been embraced by the city of Chicago turn around and slap everyone in this city in the face by making these false claims? Bogus police reports cause real harm. They do harm to every legitimate victim who's in need of support by police and, and investigators as well as the citizens of this city. So that was, the, that was the police officer making his statement uh, about 
the arrest right after they arrested Jesse Smollett or Jesse Smollett turned himself in after the arrest warrant, I guess. That's before the charges were dropped? Yeah. What? How would you, uh, how do you, uh, what, the he police is, just making it all up? How do you, how do you refute that he's guilty of this? You can't. That's well, why how, it's so, up, you, everyone's up in arms. People, how do they justify it? How can you be on his side? What can you possibly say that makes any sense? That's why it's it's ridiculous that people today are saying he's in, exonerated because that's not true. What happened was that the the charges were dropped and this and the case was sealed. So now there's a new case. Well, again, that was all Chicago and Illinois. But uh, the charges were dropped, the case sealed, and I think they just thought that people were going to be fine with that. I don't understand that. I don't understand how... How do you send a letter through the mail to yourself like that and not have some sort of culpability? That's that's absolute absurdity. Chicago police and the mayor remain outraged after prosecutors abruptly dropped all charges against Jesse Smollett. The Empire actor was charged last month with 16 felony counts after allegedly staging a hate crime attack against himself. But all those charges have been dropped. Smollett maintains that he was a victim and that the charges against him were false. The city's mayor, Rahm Emanuel, called it a whitewash of justice. While Chicago's police union wants the Justice Department to step in and investigate. CBS News correspondent Adriana Diaz is following the story. So, yeah, that's great. Hey, get the Justice Department to investigate. Who do you think is involved in the first place? Yeah, it's like calling uh, calling the doctor to save you and Rosemary's baby. And then he just takes you back to the fucking cult. So this is the thing. And, and, and it's uh, something that's said often. And it makes a lot of sense. It's it's not about the crime. It's about the cover-up. So that's what's happening now. That's what they. That's what the DOJ, Trump's DOJ, is going to start uh, investigating. I believe. What conversations are on his phone that they don't want us to see? I believe that he texted. Kamala Harris. Kamala, I believe what kind of name is that? That's why he refused to give them the phone. And then when he finally did give them the, his phone, he had deleted a whole bunch of shit. That doesn't matter. You can still find it in the ethos. That's what I feel has happened. That's what I feel has happened. So now it's come out <clears throat> that Michelle Obama, there's a Michelle Obama connection here. Why? <coughs> the room smelled like body odor? I don't think that's necessary. What? Did Michelle Obama's office have a role in shutting the Jesse Smollett case down? Now follow me here. Just days after Smollett reported his alleged hate crime to police and the Cook County State's attorney, Kim Fox, tried to persuade police superintendent Eddie Johnson to turn the investigation over to the FBI. Now the request came after Fox received this text according to the Chicago Sun-Times, from Tina Chen, a Chicago attorney and former chief of staff for former First Lady Michelle Obama. Quote, <gasps> I wanted to give you a call on behalf of Jesse Smollett and, and family, who I know. 
they have concerns about the investigation. <laughs> Shortly after that, a Smollett family member reached out to Fox, having been given her number by Obama's former assistant. Oh, that's convenient. Well, Fox then replied in a text message that she, quote, spoke to the superintendent and that she was, quote, trying to figure out logistics. The relative then replied, OMG, this would be a huge victory, referring to the FBI taking over the case. Fox then texted, I make no guarantees, but I'm trying. This is so great. So let me get this straight. The top prosecutor at the office that ultimately decided not to prosecute Smollett, prosecute Smollett was actively seeking to help the defendant. And this was all set in motion by Michelle Obama's former chief of staff. Well, the Chicago Police Union is calling for a federal investigation into Fox's handling of the Smollett case. Here now is... So, what the fuck? Right? And the Deep fact state. that there's that there she's trying to get the FBI to take over because she, they think they have somebody in the FBI that will clear him? Fucking... Tangled web they weave. They're still hashtag deep state. Deep state, motherfuckers. Hashtag red October. Whatever that means. I don't know about that, but um, the yeah. deep state is still alive and well, and the Obamas or their their former staff members feel like they can get shit done. They can. That's fucking absurd. They're getting it done. Boom. Now we can have uh, we can have that investigated. I got a side note here. Yeah. See how she messed up the word Smollett and what did she say? Prosecute Smollett or something? She meant to say she meant to say prosecute and she said prosecute. Now uh-huh. I am telling you that the name Martin Luther King uh-huh. is a trick to capture the white man. Martin Luther King, the name is a trick. Yes, how? because if his name if his middle name was not Luther. Uh-huh. You would never mistake King for Coon. But you're on the you on the oo of Lou and you go King and you go Coo. And that's the truth. This is the way it looked out at Martin Luther Coon King Jr. Park. Oh, so you're anyone who has lost a job for saying Martin Luther Coon, it's because the motherfucker's name is Luther. And that leads you to Coon. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's the way your tongue works. But no one will ever give anyone a break. But the problem is that his name is Martin Luther King. Yes. And it shouldn't be. First of all. It should be Martin Luther Coon. Let me just say this. Anybody who's on the news who says Martin Luther Coon by accident, Coon is not a word that people say. No, it's not it's a word people King say anymore. Together. It's Uner and King. It's, yeah, that's, it's a mistake. Why would you fire someone for that, you assholes? Yeah. So there. It's like, keep fucking that chicken. No one... Well, he actually does fuck that <laughs> no, chicken. No, he does not, oh. but it's the same thing. You know those Greek. And But he didn't. He didn't get fired. He said fucking. fucking. And he didn't get fired, well, but that poor dude... What kind of videos has he been watching? I don't know, but that poor dude said Martin Luther Coon and got shit canned. He probably listens to Opie and Anthony. And it was just so clear that he did not. Chicken thing. Okay. <laughs> shit cannon. All right. Anyway, back to uh, prosecuting Prusikuses. So, Pussy charges fuck. dropped. He comes out and says, I would not be my mother's son if I had done this. And he's acting as if he has been found not guilty. 
Yeah, it's a complete travesty. Even though the the uh, the attorney uh, general for, uh, in in the case has come out and said no, we ha- we did not find him not guilty. He in in fact is guilty. Uh, you know, then they make up stories about we don't you know the the money involved and it was a non it was a nonviolent case. But the truth of the matter is is that it could easily be violent. If we didn't know it was a hoax, there could easily be black people angry at people in MAGA hats and and just start a, a race war if anywhere. Yeah, now we have white people angry at black people. I think the town should gather pitchforks and fucking um, torches and go to his goddamn house and take him out like young Frankenstein. And apparently Rahm Emanuel was too much on uh, the side of justice. So now instead of just saying that, you know, this was a whitewashing, he also has now slipped in that somehow it is Trump's fault for creating this fucking uh, environment, I guess. Well, he's leaving soon, but he still wants to get his chops. He's he's an asshole. He's an asshole. Of course so, he is. But even an asshole knows when someone's lying. Yeah. Well, you would hope. You would hope so. That's that's why these people on the, the chat or with the talk or whatever, fucking moronic. Just the moronic. View, the talk. Where's the one about the where's the one with the ears? The ears. Where's the hearsay? What do you mean? I don't know. There's the view. The talk is a ripoff of the view. Who's going to rip off the talk? Oh, my God. The talk is so much of a ripoff of the view that they have a black woman. What a heavyset can- black woman sitting in the same seat on their table as Whoopi sits on the View. Whoopi. So it's it was I was like I f- wait it's not Star Jizzy. No, so I don't know where she is these days. I don't know what she. I don't know she's what happened to Star Jones. I don't know what happened to her. I think she swallowed herself. Perhaps. Um. So and then I guess yesterday, uh, it came out in in the news that somehow Jussie Smollett has been uh, nominated for the NAACP Image Award. So uh, it's just a, it's a, it's, we're living in the Matrix. I don't know if it's the Matrix. It's definitely a bizarre world. It's definitely bizarre world. It's the Matrix. There's a glitch in the Matrix. This can't be a real world. Superman, more like Moopersan. Moopersan. I don't know what that means. But it's the d- opposite, man. Oh, okay. Juicy. What kind of name is that? I don't know. Jesse, what kind of name is that? Who na- and his sister's name is Journey. Uh, I tell that to Neil Sean. Don't stop believing. I don't believe it to start. So uh, that's all our Jesse Smollett uh, memory hole, uh, I don't know, presentation. Very bad man. He's uh, out there saying he's been exonerated. <laughs> and uh, there are people out there foolish enough to think that that's true. So uh, the my problem is that those people uh, have the right to vote. So, so this, this story is not over. He's still going to be brought up on charges? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping he's brought up on charges. And I'm hoping that the cover-up is unraveled by some of our less uh, deep statish uh, people in the federal government. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, so last week uh, we did our show about jazz. (laughs) 
and uh, Wiggy Bloogie, our favorite person in the world, Mark Levitt, uh, comedy writer extraordinaire, said that uh, he was into jazz for a bit and that uh, his uncle was a bit of a famous jazz musician. Yes. I was into jazz for a bit, though. I started losing too much weight, though. Had to get off that shit. Boom. Famous. Famous jazz cat. Is the guy played with all the greats. Not all the greats. So when uh, when Rod Levitt passed away, uh, Eric Lawrence, son of Arnie Lawrence, wrote a touching little uh, obituary. I knew Rod when I was a child, as my father played alto in the last incarnation of the Rod Levitt Orchestra. Years later, my family and I moved to Vermont and heard he lived nearby. We met, and despite the beginning of his declining health, he became very excited about a recreation of his music. I put together a group, and we performed it twice in honor of his 75th birthday. I even convinced him to join the local ragtag big band, which he really enjoyed. Jumping ahead, he spent a year touring with Dizzy Gillespie, the clown prince of bebop. This included several recordings. Dizzy in South America offers a recorded interview with Rod and saxophonist Benny Golson. When asked recently whether Dizzy's joking and showmanship caused his music to suffer, Rod quickly said, No, you can't hear that on records. What kind of a fucking cunt would ask? What, who, what, a, what a dick question. It kind of is How a dick question. How dare you, clown Rod's- prince? Of, well, shut the fuck up. The man was one of the most fucking honorable musicians in the history of the world. Clown prince. Shut the fuck up, you dumb fuck. Right. What that, the that's fuck? What you're, that's how you're labeling Dizzy Gillespie. Who um, is this dick? Did it, did it affect his recordings? <coughs> yeah, yeah. It made him fucking better, you moron. God, what an ass. Rod's association with Gillespie carried on throughout much of his own career, but upon returning from this first tour, he began to find work in town, and his reputation brought him into the elite rank as a strong player with many tools, reading, improvising, and arranging. How do you leave out the fact that he played with fucking Miles Davis and Gil Evans? Or, and Gil Evans huh? How, how do you do that? You too busy talking about the clown prince? What are you talking about? Saying he played with Miles Davis, they don't mention that. Yes, they do. You're just really mad right now. Yeah, you're gonna diss Dizzy Gillespie, a fellow Ankle Woodian. This okay. This is written by somebody who said that he had been asked by somebody else. They want to track that guy down and torture him. Evidence of his work is clear on recordings from that time with Dinah Washington, Billy Eckstein, Eckstein. Benny Golson, Gil Evans, and many others. A television show is now available showing Rod playing in an ensemble in the round under, du- under the direction of Gil Evans, featuring the groundbreaking quintet of Miles Davis with John Coltrane. Yeah. Okay, you're getting really angry yeah, for right, Rod that's Levitt. That's better. All right. I'll tell you another trombone player who worked with fucking Dizzy. All right, we're Melba talking Liston, about... Melba Liston, all right? It was a chick. We are talking about Rod Levitt. Just saying, she, he probably knew. Rod probably hung out with Melba. Okay. Well, we don't know that for they sure. They were on one section. They probably probably didn't. Played trombones together. <clears throat> they probably did not. I um, bet they did. I, I think they... Come on, I'm talking the truth here. I know the truth, the history of the bands. 
1958, Rod took a job playing in the symphony orchestra at New York's famed Radio City Music Hall, which he maintained for 13 years. Holy negrosity. Dave. What? In 1959, he caught the eye of the newest member of the legendary Rockettes. Who is that man with the trombone, she asked on her very first day of work. Oh, Jesus. Rod Levitt. I have all of his records. Rod and Gene Levitt were married in 1962. They never stopped giggling like school kids about meeting and finding one another. How cute is that? How cute is that? So, here we go. We have uh, uh, more than a brush with greatness. Uh, Mark Levitt. Comedy writer extraordinaire related to Rod Levitt, uh, jazz trombonist extraordinaire. See, that's why we're the chosen people. I see. We make stuff happen. See, thanks, Wiggy Bloogie. Now you've only really solidified how Dave thinks the Jews are the chosen people. So. Well, when it comes to playing trombone in Dizzy's band, clearly we were. All right, we were. Here. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm sharing the greatness. Uh huh. You are. Uh, what? You root for the Yankees? I'm rooting for the Levitts. All right. Well, I, look, I can I can also root for the Levitts and the Yankees. Hey. But anyway, thanks for telling us about that, uh, M. Levitt. Hey, Wiggy you guys Bloogie invent that town in Twitter? Long Island, too? Has he got something to do with that? Uh, maybe. Next thing maybe. I know, you, you invented a town. Maybe. Let's ask Mark. Did Did you guys invent Levitt Town? Maybe there's more brushes with greatness with Mark Levitt. Maybe he's a trust fund kid and we don't even fucking know it. Oh, hey. Take it ish. Well, I, I'm not. I would be happy for him. I'm not angry. I'm not like you. I want to do a uh, Sopranos-Eagles combo band, you know? Take it ish. Uh-huh. Take it ish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got loose my log. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. All right. So, uh, and, you, and he also recommended somebody. Was it Joe Henderson? Oh, oh he's broken. He's bro- He's broken. He made himself laugh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You, you want to dilution your load? What? Take it ish. Take it ish. Got loose my log. Uh-huh. Uh, the Joe Henderson, is that the name he gave us? Yeah, I think I was mistaken now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, all right. Oh, Dave- God. Dave had a part of... Uh, a I think it was another great jazz sax player. Oh, Dave had a story all lined up. Listen, and- I think I'm mistaking Joe Henderson for George Coleman. Oh, okay. Well, I don't so. know if that's a thing that happens. Uh, they both uh, they both have the integrity of an ox. Okay. Well, Whatever uh, that means. I don't know what that means. Anyway, this has been our episode on uh, Jussie Smollett. And, uh, Wait, it's Jesse? I thought it was Jussie. 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 Well, that that's better. That that makes a lot more sense. No one is calling him Juicy. You called him that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we will be back uh, next week with another exciting episode. Anything to say, Dave? Hey, I got, I got seven women on my mind. Uh-huh. Okay. Degadesh. Degadesh. Okay. Uh, okay. Bye bye. <laughs>